You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Alabama syndicated news talk leader, Right Side Radio. Phil Williams here live in the Right Side Studios, hour number two, local, state, national, sometimes international, man. We cover all the issues, and uh, like the dude just said, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Well, I spent the last half hour dishing up a plate of what I call home fries, things that were happening around the great state of Alabama, stuff you want to know about your home. And, uh, and, and one of those stories that I didn't get into in detail because I wanted to save it for this conversation is uh, an email that I received, and it was published again this morning on 1819 News uh, by um, former uh, Congressman Mo Brooks. Uh, Mo Brooks served this state capably uh, for, I believe, 12 years uh, in, in serving as the congressman for Alabama's 5th Congressional District and uh, um, recently left office. Uh, we're glad to have him called into the show right now. So without further ado, let me just jump in there. Uh, Congressman, how are you doing today? Doing well, Phil. How about yourself? I'm good, sir. I'm good. Thanks for making some time for us today. My pleasure. Hey, listen, uh, you texted last night and said you had a, a release coming out, and sure enough, you did. Uh, I got it by email. Thank you for that. And then you also uh, it, it got an O printed in uh, 1819 News. But um, so you're saying that Congress – sort of did a clandestine means of giving themselves a 39% or $39,000 uh, increase in pay. How does this work? What, what, tell us what happened. Well, by way of background, when you run for Congress, you know what the salary is and you know what your expenses are. You get paid $174,900, and out of that you're expected to pay your living costs both at home, for me that's Huntsville, and in Washington, so you're expected to main, uh, two places, maintain two places of living with meals and all that kind of stuff. Basically, uh, living costs. Right. And the salary is what it is, in part, to pay for uh, those two different places and those living expenses. What Congress did, in a very underhanded way, and I'm not yet figure out all the details, but they decided to make the Washington part of your living expenses reimbursable by the federal government up to the um, GSAs uh, per diem. And if someone takes full advantage of that, then that comes out to a little over $39,000 a year in additional compensation. Uh, And it's tax-free because it is given to congressmen as an expense reimbursement. So that's the equivalent of getting a salary increase of anywhere from $52,000 a year to $57,000 a year, depending on which tax bracket you're in, either filing as a single individual or as a married couple. So this is a real big deal. It's a lot of money. It's going to cost taxpayers uh, a minimum of $17 million per year. And I say a minimum because that $39,000 per year um, reimbursement of living costs in Washington is based on the House calendar where you're supposed to be in Washington. And there are always days when we're expected to be in Washington outside of the House calendar, like there were some earlier this year. Um, And there'll be some 
throughout the calendar year where all of a sudden you have unexpected scheduled votes or you have committee hearings or you have what have you. So it's a big deal in terms of the money. And you can have a good public policy debate over whether an individual congressman is worth that additional 39000 in tax-free money that they're going to get. And that's a legitimate public policy debate. There should be no debate about the underhanded way in which Congress did it. Uh, all I know for sure is that the Committee on House Administration uh, publishes a congressional handbook for congressmen that details what they can and cannot do and what they can be reimbursed for. And in this year's handbook, dated December 31st, 2022, the day before New Year's, all of a sudden you can get up to $39,000, perhaps more, but at least $39,000 in living costs for Washington, D.C. So well, that's me, huge. Let me, it is huge. Let me ask you this, uh, uh, Congressman. So a couple, couple of questions on that. Is it automatic, or are you supplying receipts as a definite reimbursement? I mean, is it an automatic stipend to your pay, or is it actual, like, reimbursable based upon proof of expense? That's a very good question for which there is no 100% sure answer. Mm. Normally, a per diem is where you get money, and part of the reason it's done as a per diem is to eliminate the records-keeping requirement. Yeah. So this per diem covers what the GSA says is a reasonable amount for food and lodging. Now, keep in mind, with the GSA, you're talking about people who are supposed to be traveling. Normally, that's hotels. Well, hotel is the most expensive way to stay someplace, far more expensive than renting an apartment or owning a condo or, or what have you. And so I don't know how it is all going to be resolved, but even if you have to actually produce expense receipts, What's the natural disposition of people? Well, they're going to max out. They don't want to leave money on the table. Yeah. So they're going to get the best food. They're going to get a bigger apartment. They're going to do whatever it takes to take full advantage of the taxpayer's largesse. Now, the, the big question is, how in the world did this happen? There was not a House floor vote on a $39,000 tax-free compensation increase. Now, there may have been something like the 4,000-plus page omnibus where Congress was given it with about three to four hours before we had to vote on it, and I voted no as a matter of principle. Right. But, of course, it passed. There's a possibility that you've got one sentence in that 4,000 pages someplace that authorized what the Committee on House Administration did. Well, even still, it, it, I don't it know. just, I hope it just will find out. It just smacks of being wrong. I got one other question about that, just as a matter of semantics. What if now there there are some members of Congress whose families have taken up permanent residence in D.C. I mean, they 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 literally they don't necessarily live back home in their districts anymore. They That's just right. represent That's their that district. Residence. And so, if it's your primary residence, uh, are you still getting a per diem for for living there? Absolutely, because. Each of these individuals has to maintain a citizenship in the congressional district that they purport to represent, or at least in the state uh, that has the congressional district that they purport to represent. So you're supposed to still be, by way of example, registered to vote in your congressional district back in the state from whence you come. Um, and so, but you're right. I, I know some congressmen who raise their families in the Washington, D.C. area. 
Well, so, so what do you do with them? Yeah, I know. That's, that's a great question. What do you do with them? They chose to live there permanently as opposed to living dually, which anyway. So, so uh, this reminds me uh, of the, uh, the effort by the Democrats in the state legislature to give themselves a 65% pay raise back in like 09, 08, 09. And then in 2010, a bunch of us Republicans ran in part against that level of, you know, benefiting themselves. And, and yet that one, at the very least, had a public debate and a vote with a roll call. And um, I don't see that here. Um, I, got, I got to say, too, uh, Congressman, I couldn't help but notice, I think it was last week, Nancy Pelosi, one of her last acts on the way out the door as Speaker of the House, apparently administratively raised the uh, pay for everybody in the staffers' positions uh, across Congress. Are you aware of that? I have heard about that, but it transpired after I retired from the House of Representatives, so I did not have firsthand knowledge. I didn't get a copy of her email <laughs> or whatever it is she sent out notifying the various congressmen of what she did. It's uh, apparently um, it's apparently now uh, possible for a staffer to make $212,000 a year and earn more than the congressman they, they are working for. Um, well, no, that, that occurred while I was still in Congress because that was the case in 2022. Oh, wow. Okay. Now, no one on my staff earned more than the congressman made, um, but that was me. I just didn't think that that was appropriate. There was one individual that either earned the same as me or within a 1,000 or two uh, of me. Um, but it is what it is. Different congressmen do different things. Well, so let me ask you this uh, then. Um, what are what are your plans now? I mean, obviously your pay has changed. Uh, so uh, what is our now former Congressman Mo Brooks going to be doing with his time? Are you going fishing and doing stuff with the grandkids, or you got some gainful employment coming up? Well, today I was working on putting up gutters <laughs> at my house, you know, up on the ladder. Um, earlier this week I took some grandkids, and we were – pounding out concrete with sledgehammers so that we could build a bunk room underneath an elevated um, bedroom and sunroom. So I, I've got a long, long honeydew list. Uh, <laughs> primarily, I am focused on my 13 grandkids, my eight kids and kids-in-law, my wife, and um, enjoying retirement. Now, I still keep a finger on the pulse uh, politically as best I can. It's a little bit harder when you're not in the middle of it. Right. But I'm, I'm a citizen, and I believe that all citizens should do what they can to ensure that they properly exercise their citizenship duties. And that means properly voting, properly recruiting candidates, properly uh, supporting candidates, and do what you need to do in order to ensure that you had good governments at the city, county, state, and federal level. Uh, so that's where my time is being spent, and that's one of the reasons why I sent this information to you. I was aggravated that the subterfuge means would be used to pad one's wallet to the tune that the Congress did. And, you know, as best I can understand, the date at which this transpired, at least that's what the hard copy information I have involving the Committee on House Administration, that this thing transpired on December the 30th, which most of us were watching maybe some of the half dozen or so yeah. Bowl games yeah. are getting ready to watch the Alabama game the next day or, or are still having family from Christmas or getting ready for New Year's Eve celebrations. And, and it's wrong for Congress to take $17 million, give it to themselves in, the, in a very profitable way, 
without it being done in the public eye. Yeah. And that, that aggravates me as much as anything else is where you get people who pretend to be public servants, but really they're in it for themselves. Well, I, I appreciate you giving us a heads up. I have a feeling uh, that we're going to wind up hearing from you periodically like this and in other ways, too. And uh, I don't think you're done. But, um, Congressman, we got to run to a break. I appreciate your time today. Thanks for giving us a heads up, and uh, we're going to keep tabs on this, all right? Certainly, Phil. Have a blessed day. Yes, sir. You, too. All right, Boomer, take us to a break, bro. Uh, yeah, wow. So uh, you look at it and go, really? Uh, is this a, a $39,000 pay increase with no debate? Shouldn't be that way. And, and he's right. If there's one sentence buried in the 4,155 pages of the omnibus spending bill, uh, that may be the justification they're going to use. But I would hope that uh, newly anointed uh, Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy will at least seek to have this ratified through a public debate. Um, or not ratified, for that matter. All right, folks, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We will be right back. <laughs> 